recording. I'm recording too. <laughs> this is going to be a musical episode of Women It. Oh no. We could rap it I like Hamilton. <laughs> oh no, I could not. <laughs> yeah. I wish funny. I could. It would be a short <laughs> It'd be episode. It would be fun. It would just be bad, yeah. <laughs> I could just rap Hamilton. Hey, I would be okay with it. I really need to delve. Yeah. I haven't I haven't quite delved into we'll just, it yet. We'll just, instead of covering the long goodbye, we'll just wrap the entirety of <laughs> Hamilton for you guys. That's okay with me. I Which I think who... most people would be fine with. Yeah. Do people actually like that episode? No. I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll get messages if they do. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Hey guys, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name's Andrea. And I'm Sally. And we're going to talk about Arctic Radar, season yes. four, episode something. Oh, man. I'm so excited for this one. Are you? You love this one? I do. This is, a, this is an Andrea rewatcher to a T. Okay. All right. So, well, good. I didn't yeah. have too terribly much to say about it. Well, no, that's not true. I like a lot of it. Okay. Okay, <laughs> <Never> cool. <mind. laughs> I was just like glancing at my notes like, well, no, I liked this and I liked this. So, yeah. Okay, well, I'm not at my house. I'm I'm out of state on on official business, and so I can't Ooh, sing to the full scenes. capacity that I oh, normally gosh. would sing with that gusto. So, Sally, you're just gonna have to. Don't really worry, guys. I got you. Own it, or if you guys don't like this part, just go listen to <laughs> Hamilton for thirty seconds, and we'll be RB. Here just we go. Use that handy fifteen second ahead button. <laughs> and. Dun, 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 See, the people in this hotel are going to be like, is the West Wing on TV again? Is this the best day of my life? And I'll be like, no, guys. Sorry. It's not. Oh, man. Okay. So. So much is happening. (laughs) We can officially start the episode now because Sally said there's so much happening. (laughs) Um, yes, there is Sally. I would agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, would you like, on. would you like to regale us with a TikTok? Sure. I'll see what I can do. Oh, it's kind of bittersweet so, to say TikTok with all the stuff going on with Kesha right now. Oh, just, yeah. Just saying. Uh, Pretend that never happened. Um, so, Nikki Hilton is in the military and she, this is a big issue. She's, um, sort of a pioneer of sorts in, I think she's in the Air Force. I feel like they're talking about her being a pilot. Yes. I wish I had written, written that down. But the main part is that <clears throat> she was having an affair with another person and she was ordered to stop said affair and now she's going to be court-martialed and it's a big deal and people want the White House to weigh in on it and the White House doesn't want to weigh in on it and, well, that's not true. President Bartlett yes. wants to weigh in on it a ton. Uh, so that's going on. People are sort of talking about that. It's funny that that's such... They keep bringing it up a lot, but it's not... We don't ever actually meet... where We, have, we haven't met her in this episode and... I don't think we ever do. a little bit of I don't think we ever do. As soon as I said that, I was like, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think we ever do. Um, so it was just interesting to be such a big part of the episode, such a thread of the episode without it being, uh, you know, a real storyline. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Um, also, Sam is going to California. He has gone no. to California. He goes at the beginning of this episode, <sighs> and he sends Will Bailey in sort of a matchmaking attempt Yes, stop in DC, mm-hmm. and so that's going on. And so Toby and Will are sort of feeling each other out, which is great. Mm-hmm. And 
Let's see. Oh, uh, Donna has asked Josh to speak on her behalf to Jack Reese to get normal. things moving. Yeah. And that goes great. <laughs> also, CJ has moved around the press corps, some of the news magazines, and that is causing some issues, which are fun to watch. <laughs> Amy Gardner's here. And meh. Um, and then there's some parking tickets in New York City. Yes. Which is fun. So There's definitely some I think that's tickets. the big stuff. Oh, and it's Thanksgiving, which is weird. It, weird. it, it is weird, right? Because it's just kind of an yeah. aside. Like, yeah, normal. it's very much like, and we've had big Thanksgiving episodes in the yeah. past. So when someone was like, happy Thanksgiving, I was like, that's literally the only thing about this episode that's Thanksgiving, is that you're saying happy Thanksgiving. I know. So it we've, felt really random. We've come to expect kind of a to-do with Thanksgiving episodes. It almost, you know what it almost felt like to me is that, Maybe they realized they wanted to do a Christmas episode next, and so they had to make this a Thanksgiving episode, and so they just threw in lines. But, I don't know, but that's how it felt. Those those lines just felt, I mean, almost every time somebody mentions it, it literally is just like, oh, and happy Thanksgiving to you. (laughs) I know, I was like, thanks for telling me now, halfway through the episode. I I would have expected them to be dressed like pilgrims by that point. Yeah, so it was weird. But at least it feels like they're <gasps> consistent in that all of the Thanksgiving episodes are really good. I consider this to be a really good episode. That's interesting. I, I don't dislike this episode. I like it more than some of the ones we have just recently had. Um, but I guess I, I liked a lot of parts of it. So let's just dive in to what, what you loved about it. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> there's there's so much. Like, I think in every storyline that I took notes on, I'm just like, I just couldn't stop gushing about it. Yeah. Um, I will say I liked the second half of the episode the best. So maybe that's, like, it just took me a little time to warm up, but I really loved everything that happened in the second half. Yeah. Let's start with, by talking about Toby and Will. Yeah. And Sam. Let's do that. Since Sam <laughs> yeah. is, like, cleaning up his office, which is... Yeah. Hard to watch, and he's being kind of uh, standoffish, snarky. I feel like me. maybe he has to be standoffish. I feel like he's sort of because he's overwhelmed. It's not happening, yeah. By feelings, but yeah. That was a cute moment when CJ had given Toby, a, you know, some tips about what Sam needed to do, and then Toby went to Sam, and he was telling him the same things, and he was like, yeah. "You were eighteen when you lived there," and Sam's just like, "You want a hug?" And that was cute. Yeah. It's cute to see how they're all supporting him, but, yeah. yep, and then, so basically, Sam tries to get Will to come and help Toby with the inauguration. Yeah. And I love all of this. I also love how they pretend, like, changing your flight on the same day is not going to cost them a zillion dollars. <laughs> Super easy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just stop off in Washington, D.C., NBD, and then I'm going to go to France. <laughs> I suppose if you have enough money to go to France and stay in a castle, you can afford to change your flight. But Yeah, I guess so. Well, I digress. Potato potato. But yeah, I love so much with Toby. We haven't really seen him in a having writer's block. I don't know if that's really yeah. what he's having. I suppose it is. He's just really not pleased with any of his work. Right. And we haven't really seen that from him before. And I thought so much of the t- the comedy in this was brilliant. Like, the scene where yes. he's got the fire in the trash can and Will <laughs> yeah. comes and meets with him. I mean, like, the timing and the comedy of this is just, I feel like, handled so perfectly. Such a deft hand. Yeah. 
and to how he says he's talking uh toby is talking with leo about the fact that there's really what like nine people on the earth who can who can write at this level and right. he said that he can't really adjust to somebody new and he's like i just adjusted to sam like a week ago <laughs> and yeah. it's been however many years so i just, i liked all that stuff I did too. Two things that stuck out to me that I liked about it. The first being when Toby, when Toby calls out all the weaknesses in Will's speech writing. Yes. When he's like, "Oh, I needed an avalanche of Advil." Yes. And at first, my first reaction, my first note was, "It's so weird that Toby would have such a different opinion of a writer than Sam would." Like it was weird, you know, when that interaction was happening. I was like, it's so weird that Toby would, like, dislike this person so much or dislike his writing and Sam would think so highly of him. But then Will comes back at him and, and yes. sort of goes off on him. And I like that. I like that Will stuck up for himself. I like that he was like, you know, hey, listen, we all have our flaws. And that was sort of the resolution to what I had thought earlier of Toby disliking him. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that, like, none of the writers are perfect and he was just picking out, you know, what what he thought was wrong and that that's how they balance each other so yeah, i thought I that think, was great and i think toby likes that will is respectful but strong enough to push back because i feel like toby needs somebody who would push back yeah you know i agree definitely who has to bring toby back down to earth sometimes mm -hmm. um and then i loved 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 their last scene where they're sitting around talking and, and they're reading each other's speeches and Toby Toby tells Will to stop, stop reading, reading his. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty intense as I I mean I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but I enjoy writing. I'm not by any means a professional writer. And so I, I at least understand the the vulnerability of yes. sharing your work with someone. And so him in that moment of being like, Stop reading it, stop reading it, please. Like I'm yes. like I'm like, not being modest. I'm not being whatever. Like I need you to stop reading it. Yeah, he wasn't um, proud of I, it. Yeah, I thought that was great. And then, and Richard Schiff just in that entire scene Ugh. was wonderful. There were a lot of just long close-ups on Richard Schiff and his his delivery of all those lines of being sort of, you know, he was being sort of wounded without being self-deprecating. Um, mm -hmm. I thought that was really, really great. Um, yeah, and, he was taking he was taking yeah. a risk in in. Being so self-revelatory, especially with somebody yeah. he doesn't really know well, which is not like Toby, right. but but just goes to show like how he really doesn't have that many people he can relate to on this level. Yeah, so and it, it just goes to show that he that he did how how much it meant that he recognized it in Will, like him mm. immediately letting him in is because he did realize, like Sam's note says, that he is one of us. So. Mm. That note, man. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That gets The to only me. thing I didn't like was when he handed Sam the note, and he was like, you didn't give it to me yesterday, and Will was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not your FedEx guy. And I was like, okay, like, that's fine to be sassy, but that was just straight up rude. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. It was just like that one comment that I was like, And the side that kind of felt like Josh Molina to me. But, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's very lovely in lots of ways, but just in his Twitter feed, you can be like, oh, dang, don't, don't cross him. Yeah. Um, uh, the second note, the last note I have on the Josh and, I mean, on the Toby and Will storyline is that Will this whole time is planning on going on vacation. Yeah. He's been running an exhausting campaign and 
then so then at the end he he's like you know i'm gonna go to nice for a couple weeks and right. then i'll be back and we can get started and then he's like unless you want to start now and i literally wrote in all caps that is why i do not work in the white house like reason number <laughs> six million five hundred and one like we've talked about so many reasons but like i need to go on vacation <laughs> like yeah obviously they're a lot more dedicated but that just that's just an example of that of their I, non-stop i feel like, like if um, i were if i were him I would have been like, okay, so this is Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I would have been like, how about we start on Monday morning first thing? You know what I mean? Like, just give me, like, a long weekend. Right. And I'll, I'll be there. No. I don't need, like, three yeah. weeks. Also, they can't offer him any money, question mark, because I understand working in the artistic field, a freelancer, I'm familiar with, like, basically getting the shaft all the time. But, like, really? The White House isn't going to pay Will to work on it? I think that was weird. It has something to do with like Sam being gone. I don't know, and they just assume that like he'll be okay with that because it's working in the White House. I don't. I didn't. I. I not that I didn't pay attention to that part, but I sort of just skimmed it over. I don't really remember it. Okay, well, I still think it's absurd. Like, I feel like they would still pay him some sort of like. I don't really know how you pay a writer for a job like that if it's just like here's how much we'll pay you. Because it's still going to be, this is November. He's not doing the speech until January. I mean, yeah. granted, some people can afford to just kind of live off their family money or their previous success, but that's a lot of work. Anyway. Yeah. The only other anyway. thing I had about that was that I didn't know you could have a 500-word stanza. I thought stanzas were a little bit shorter, but oh, I most stanzas I know are George Costanza. hey <laughs> Moving right along. Where else would you like to go, Sally? Um, let's go ahead and get the Josh and the Star Trek lady over with, because I absolutely hate it. Okay, yes. I hate it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> That's all you have to say about it? I, know. I mean, come, I mean, our listeners know me better than okay. that, but, um, so, Josh sees this woman with the Star Trek pin, he asked Donna to ask her to take it off, which is fine, whatever. Then at the end, he goes to talk to her about it and goes off on this tirade about, like, how it's a fetish and let's, you know, whatever. And, you know, I just, I hated it. I thought it was purely Aaron Sorkin talking. I thought it was way too cruel for Josh. Josh can be sassy and, like, and blunt, but he sought her out and just, like, tore apart what she loved. And that just does not... It just doesn't sit with Josh's character for me. It just doesn't. And people can, I don't know, like, he could be rough on her. And the, it was like the punishment or his rant didn't fit the crime. Um, yeah. It's not like she decorated her whole cubicle in Star Trek or, stuff. Or embarrassed like, him in any way in front of somebody. Right. She didn't, you know, reference Star Trek in, like, a press release or something crazy, you know? Like, right. it was just a pin. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't match up with me and... Yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I I think that Aaron Sorkin was sick of people rating his work and, oh, let's list our 10 favorite episodes and da 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 and I think he wanted that tirade in there and that, that is all it was. Yeah, do you feel like you don't like him because you feel like he's really talking about you and me, like we shouldn't have a podcast? No, I don't, I don't care what, I don't care. I don't like it because I love Josh and I feel like it was mm. an affront to Josh's character. 
<laughs> no, I could care less if Aaron Sorgan thinks I'm a freak. <laughs> Not I could care less, but like I, I just think that's a silly thing to argue about. I think people like what they like, and I think as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, like I think less of people who are snobs about stuff like that sure. than I do about someone who is obsessed and is, yeah. does have a fetish. Like whatever makes you happy, dude. So yes. You know. Well, what did? But did you think I liked the last? I mean, I'm with you on all of that. I agree. But I felt like his thing at the end, like, you know, we'll work hard around yeah. here. We'll make one. Like, I thought that was a nice kind yes. of button to put on it, you know? Right. Yes. I thought that was Josh. But it did not fix. I don't think she would have been smiling at it. I think she would have been incredibly embarrassed about what he just said and sure. about getting berated like that. I don't think she would have been like, oh, okay, huh, now we're joking. I think she would have been like you're unprofessional and this was not okay. And yeah, that's it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, yes, that, that little moment, Oh, make a Star Trek holiday work hard. That is Josh. And mm. if he had just made like one offhanded comment, then the whole thing would have fit together more perfectly. But going on the huge rant, just. Yeah, no, I agree. So. Well, I thought the, I thought the actress did a great job in terms of like turning a small part into I thought she did a really good job with that. Yeah, I agree with that. They, they're they really great at casting um, just those quick, you know, in and out kind of roles. And I thought she did. I thought she did great as well. Yes. Um, should we talk about the other things that Josh was bad at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This could be why I love this episode. I mean, there's, there's yeah. so much to love. But Donna asking Josh to put in a good word for her with Jack. And then, of course, <laughs> Josh just like. Being so bad at it, and yeah, and this is the first time again. Sorry, people, we're just gonna go ahead and talk all about Josh and Donna. But this is the first time that anything has been officially mentioned between the two of them. I mean, really, mm-hmm. by a third party. I mean, when uh, Jack says, "Listen, I don't want to like get in between anything," and basically poses the question to Josh, like hey, it seems like there's something going on between you guys. Like, I think that's the first time that's happened. Yes? Well, Josh talked to Sam about it a few seasons ago. What? When? And I I don't remember exactly when, but I know that Josh Josh brought it up with Sam about the two of them. Because we, we talked about how, oh, it's so weird that things like this happen and then nothing else ever happens. And I feel like somebody else has said something but I well, could but it's hard because I could be getting totally out of order. And well either because way I know this is somebody soon somebody says something. Yes, I know what you're saying about that. This <laughs> but the, this is at least if he did mention it to Sam before like this is a this is somebody that they just met. So it's becoming apparent yeah. to other people. Gosh, I really feel like somebody else had but I can't I can't think of any off the top of my head. I think I'm getting confused with something that happens later but um <laughs> but i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll have to double check it i just love it so josh i want to play an audio clip but i don't know which one yet but basically josh is telling jack all about all these different endearing stories about donna or what he <laughs> considers to be endearing stories and of course donna is mortified because josh doesn't really know what he's doing yeah 
What else did you tell him? The scented mint's candles. Josh, these are endearing stories. If you know me, if you know me well, if you already like me, these are not stories, for instance, I would have told you when I was trying to get the job. When you were trying to get the job, you were pretending that you'd already gotten the job, so it's not like your underwear at an art gallery was going to change my mind. You told him about the underwear? Again, endearing. Karen Cahill had me flummoxed. Did you tell him I was flummoxed? I think the underwear on the floor speaks for itself. You have to go back. Why? Because he's going to think I'm flaky. Maybe, but he's not going to care. Why? Guys will go out with anybody. That hasn't been my experience. So it's really cute. I like it all. And I like <laughs> the moment where Josh and Don are, are uh, talking about Vicki Hilton and Josh asks for her opinion. And she took so long to like wind up to it. He's like, you got to go well, faster next time. I'm already here. <laughs> it was just, it was all very cute. It was all very like, you know, the, the line about those are good stories about you, though. Those stories would make me like you. And then he has the moment where he's sad he won't see her tomorrow. Where he's yeah. like, Wait, I won't I won't see you tomorrow though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's like, You won't be here tomorrow. So that was yeah, it was all cute. So Yeah, he just realized yeah, he set her up with somebody saying. and now he's like already gonna miss her. Yeah. But I do like I also do like the Josh and Amy flirting at the beginning. I think it's just like I don't. I think yeah. it's funny. I think it's fun. Yeah. And I love when Leo walks in between it and it's, he's yes. just like, now that I loved. Yeah. Um, that I loved when he, yeah, they're like, shut up. No, you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. It's not that I just, I, I felt like, especially in this episode, it was sort of like Amy came in just so we could see Amy. And that kind of bugged me because like it felt like it was setting up a bigger storyline. Which it well, it, I mean, it was talking about the Vicky Hilton thing, which right. did get set up, but then Amy didn't have anything else to do with it, and it was just like, okay, well, bye, hi, bye. Yeah, because they have to remember that this actually makes sense for her to be in. Josh doesn't need to call her for things that she's not doesn't have right. anything to do with. But yeah, this would right. make sense if so they would have a woman's would, problem. Exactly, it's weird yeah. that she would be there for a minute, and then that that's what annoyed me. It was like she literally just came in just to flirt for a minute. It's like, all right, if you're gonna do it, like at least have her. <laughs> In the storyline where it makes sense, so. Yeah. You know. But they had an off-camera meeting, and they had a little bit, a, a pre-meeting in the yeah. in the hallway before the floor yeah, session. Yeah. Uh, but I do like, that kind of leads us into the, the women's issue, which I, yes. I love anytime they repeat a joke uh, throughout the episode. So, Leo is having issues with Jordan, and Bartlett's having issues with uh, Abby and the girls, and Toby's having issues with Andy, all because of Vicki Hilton. And I just love it, yeah. how they use women's issue and women's issue interchangeably, and it's, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. I liked a lot about this whole storyline. I loved Josh talking to Fitzwallis about it. I liked, um, I liked when Fitzwallis, I love anything Fitzwallis is, any scene Fitzwallis is in, I love, but I love when he said, could you tell me more about Jackie Robinson and Breaking Barriers? He's just so matter of fact, but so, I feel like I use the word sassy way too much to describe the West Wing, but that's all I can think of. Um, he's, he's witty with him. And then, and then he says, you know, Josh asked me to do, and he says, I would discharge her dishonorably, blah, blah, blah. And, and he calls Josh's son, which I really love. But uh, Josh says, I feel like I have to go to Leo. And Fitzwallis says, good, that's the way it's supposed to work. And I just love that. It's just one of those yeah. things that, like, make sure, you know, your little patriotic heart swell. Like, it just, that Fitzwallis, it's just fun when they, not fun, but 
part of the, what, what makes the West Wing great is the moments where they do disagree, but they do so, so respectfully. And so, yeah, like, yeah this is what makes America great is people having mm. different opinions. And duh, yeah. Duh. It's so in contrast with Twitter and Facebook. Real life. Week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so. true. I do yeah. like Bartlett really wants to take on this issue. Right, so Leo's trying to yes. keep it out of the Oval Office, so that way Bartlett has deniability is not the right word, but kind of. And yeah, so, I mean, they just they don't want to get involved. Yeah, but I and I love when when Bartlett just walks into Leo's office and basically like tells him off, giving the feminist yes. uh, argument, and he's just like, and another thing, you know, he basically could have added two snaps at the end of it. Um, yeah. Well, and when he comes back in, Charlie's like, "Feel better, sir." <laughs> I thought that. I thought that was all really great. Yeah. And then eventually, uh, Bartlett tells Leo that he's right, and Leo's like, "That's an unusual phrase for you, sir." You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then of course Bartlett's like, "Wait, I'm not finished." He didn't really mean. It. But I. Yeah. And President Bartlett has the line, "I don't think I ever want to hear it's too sticky for the Oval Office." And then he asks Leo if he's ready to saddle up. Mm. Because, you know, they, they just got elected. It's time to get, like, they have four years, no more election cycles. So, like, it's time to time to get to work. And 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 Leo says, well, I serve at the president's pleasure. Mm-hmm. That I, This is the tiniest thing, but I so much prefer flipping that to, well, I, I serve, serve at the pleasure of the president. But the thing is, I think they just changed it because they know they've already done that. <laughs> Maybe Honestly. so, but it just sounded weird coming out. Like, they could use, but they haven't done it in a little while, and, like, you, I don't know. I wouldn't have been mad if they had overdone it, but. But I liked the overall sentiment, because winners want the ball, and it's a very let let Bartlett be Bartlett episode. Oh, yeah, which, winners want the ball, the whole time President Bartlett was talking about that, all I could see was Gordon Bombay, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anytime the president goes into, like, semi-coaching mode, I'm like. Oh, you are so the father of Amelia Estevez. I saw, yeah, so. I saw that your tweet today that there's a podcast about Mighty Ducks. Yes, is that right? There's a Mighty Ducks podcast. How many episodes, episodes are there? Is that right? Maybe I made that up. Huh? There's a lot of episodes, and I think it's How? brilliant. And I'm gonna try and convince them to let me be a guest. Guys, oh, I will. Let me be a guest. I will quack alongside you. <laughs> oh, not not alongside you. I don't know anything about it. I will cheer you on in whatever form. So, I hope you're on it. You have so much knowledge. I'm just, right? 73 <laughs> episodes. I think it's great. I I mean, if you guys like The Mighty Ducks, you should check this out. I'll, I digress about it, but the best trilogy ever made, and I stand by it. So. <laughs> oh, I hope you go on that, and I really want to be on Gilmore Guys, even though I don't think it'll happen because I don't have enough Twitter followers, but you never know. Yeah, they're too they- famous. Yeah, whatever. Um, what else is going on that we haven't talked about yet? CJ, I guess. CJ and the yeah, seating CJ, chart. It's kind of a kind of a small storyline, yeah. but as always, CJ. I feel like it's a theme throughout the season that, or not the season, the series. That CJ gets the chance to sort of like take someone on and like be like, "Come at me, bro," you know. Mm-hmm. And she gets to do that again in this episode where she's moved the news magazines, whatever this guy's name was, and Mitch. He pitches a fit about it, and even though she has perfectly valid reasons for doing it, and so then in the end, she's like, "Fine, you can sit up front, and I'm gonna have your name in your 
thing on a mm-hmm. chair just in case mm-hmm. you're not there. And it's so CJ. Like, she has a lot of moments like that, and it's never not fun to watch. She serves <laughs> it up, Especially with man. her. Has her hair always been this cut? I don't no. know if she got her hair cut recently. It looks great. I thought I her think, hair looked great in this episode. Just I agree. Yeah, I, I think it's different from the last episode. I can't remember exactly, but I just noticed it, especially in this episode, and I thought it was great. Yeah, she had some she had some good lines. There were a lot of good one-liners in this one. So in terms of, like, notable quotables, aside from the yeah. the things she doesn't care about, I put you right up front. I liked the, uh, <laughs> the line about, well, we didn't talk about this yet either, that Charlie's trying to keep the, the parking ticket issue yes, off of President Bartlett's death. Yeah, off of President Pure Bartlett's gold. death. So I wonderful. It. I love the president <laughs> going off. It's like the opposite of the turkey, the butterball turkey thing. Yes. Um, it's like, I mean, he just picked up the phone and he's like, there's big, huge signs. It's just, it was fantastic. Yeah. And, and Charlie being like, well, that was probably her secretary's or his secretary. <laughs> so. And Leo's and just. And then ex- he says, Leo's, yeah. I mean, then Charlie says, you can bet she'll be parking in the garage, though. That was funny. <laughs> Charlie's great. I just love how Leo's explaining that why why Charlie has to block the call because he's concerned. Like, well, that's isn't that kind of alarming that I can keep something off of his desk, yeah. you know? And Leo's yeah. like, "Hey, uh, I've got to keep the knucklehead stuff off his desk, and this is worse. This is hot button knucklehead." <laughs> I just thought that is such a notable quotable if I ever heard one. It was, yeah, it was great. It was just fun to see the president all fired up. He's fired up at Leo. He's fired up at um, I can't even remember who called about the. Um, I can't remember who got about parking tickets. He's fired up about them. I want to say the secretary of something. Sorry, everyone. Um, and then he's fired up, you know, about uh, still talking to Leo about like let's get things done. And mm-hmm. I thought all of that was great. It's just fun to watch him. Oh, best line, maybe not the best line, but a great line is when Josh is like Josh and Donna are talking, <laughs> and Josh says, "Guys, go out with anybody," and she's like, "That hasn't been my experience." Yeah, I thought also- that was great. I also like when he tells Jack that he and his aide can double date, and then he's like, oh, it's a dude, and Josh goes, well, I got the fuzzy end of that lollipop. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to start yeah. using that one for sure. Yeah, all around, like, I, I love this episode. It's a definite rewatcher for me. I don't know if it is for you, but, uh, it's, and. I mean, uh, of all of them, probably not, but it was definitely very good. Dang man, I love it. Sorry. And the next next one is Holy Night. So yeah. I love oh, both which, of these episodes. Which do you like how CJ just name dropped a certain somebody in this episode? Danny. Yeah. Where's he been? How long has he been gone? He's been gone such a long time, but we will not have to wait much longer. Nice. Oh, I also liked the beginning of this episode. We didn't really talk about the cold open. Where they're walking oh, yeah. in, and then the cabinet has to resign. I just, yeah. it, I don't really, I can't even really I, put into words why I like it so much. I almost wish they had made that more of a storyline because it is interesting. Yeah, uh, that they have to resign. So, yeah, because yeah. Bartley goes in and he's he's very congratulatory and telling about all their successes, and then like as soon as yeah. he leaves the room, it's like, okay, reality, give us your resignation. Yeah. Uh, Do anyway. you have an MVP? Oh, gosh. I mean, I I oscillate between Josh and Toby on this one. But they're, they're all so good. I guess I'm going to go with Josh. And I 
feel like I don't pick him too often, so hopefully that's okay. Um, I'm going to pick Sam. Sam? He's barely in this episode. Only because I have so few opportunities to pick him. Oh, gosh. I, okay, I'm going to pick Sam, like, sentimentally, sentimentally. Who are you really picking? I'm a lot more tired than I realized I was. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Um, I feel like at the beginning of this, I couldn't really make full sentences, so hopefully everyone has stuck around through that until this point. The putting into sentence doing. Yeah, I guess, I guess really my MVP is President Bartlett. Yeah, let's go with that. I just like when he's fired up, so I'll go with that, but just, I want everyone to know that really I wanted to give it to Sam, but I'm trying my hardest not to. (laughs) She just wants like a blanket statement MVP for Sam. Yes. But Sam is that's, the MVP of season four. Uh, it's do you like this season better than season three or no? no? I don't either. No. no. <laughs> I, I you know what it is? I feel like season three just had like hit after hit after hit. And this one has like definitely still has season, hits, but just not as consistent. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot of episodes, and I was thinking that that I've just noticed in the past several ones that we've recorded that every one of them I've been sort of like, this episode's okay. And I think that season two was, is my favorite. I think season two is, they hit their stride in that one. And I think season three is really, really great too. And I think, I think, I don't want to, I'm not going to guess about what was going on with Aaron Sorkin, but I think season four might've been where it was finally catching up to him. It's just, I can't imagine writing that much good television yeah, maybe he's like Toby, and he needed Will to yeah. come in and give him a fresh inning of yeah. pitching with a good arm. And, and let's be clear, it's still great. It just, it is hard. It's hard to write a show like this where you, you hit it out of the park so often mm. that the episodes where you don't hit it out of the park, even though there's still great TV, it's You set the bar to, so high. Yeah, yeah, you set your own bar so high. Yeah, mm. so. Well, I tough. love this episode, for the record, and I also love Holy Night, which is next so yes. I'm pretty excited. I do, and, I do love Holy Night. And uh, yeah, if you guys have thoughts or feelings on either of them, send them to us at the Western yeah. Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Winging It Pod. We love getting your <laughs> comments and your thoughts as well. It's a good time. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.